I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. Team Kanan, your favorite Star Wars Rebels podcast, or else. I'm your host, Katrina Dennis, and with me are your other hosts. Uh, first off, we've got Jonah Marie Macias. How are you, Jonah? I'm doing all right. How's it going, Katrina? Pretty good now that I'm here with you guys. Uh, <laughs> speaking of guys, our guy, Jeremy, is also here. <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. I, I I am here. I am, I am in fact, a guy. <laughs> Last time I checked. <laughs> and that is that is what he's here for, just balancing it all out. Um, so we uh, just had a really a great episode uh, all about Zeb uh, this past week. And um, I think we're just going to jump right into it and, and talk Some about it. because thought it's been... it was great. <laughs> oh, God, Listen, yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> it was so funny because he tweeted, he tweeted, you tweeted something about not liking the episode. And I was like, no, Jeremy. You <laughs> yeah, and I, I have just, to... <laughs> it just... We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for all of the the opinions and all of oh the the horrible fan theories. We just gotta save that one. Just if you're thinking someone's gonna die, Jeremy, just wait until the end of the episode. Okay, and then... I won't say anything about any potential deaths until the end of the episode. <laughs> we should just make it a, a segment. Like, who does Jeremy think is gonna die this week? <laughs> Bizago. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, uh, let's take it away. We'll we'll do nice opinions first. Let's go, Jonah. Oh yeah, I I very much enjoyed the episode. It, it really opened up Zeb's character because we really didn't know much about him other than the fact that he thought himself to be the last of his kind. So you know there there was that to go off on, and then that was pretty much it. He's the muscle. He's the back. He was pretty much the background character all this entire season. So just to have him come up to the the forefront of everyone's attention and and just pretty much unveil what Zeb's really about and these other small details like Kanan was the one to recruit him that was pretty cool in my opinion and I I just really like the the mysticism around their culture because another thing about Zeb is he was always against the whole Jedi thing he always teased and made fun of Ezra and Kanan so I thought that was pretty neat that he actually had to accept that part of him because that was part of him so Mm -hmm. I I liked it I very much enjoyed it and I, I watched it like 10 times over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> now your turn jeremy let's see what you've got yes. to say yeah let's, um, let's, let's see what you've got <laughs> the only the only episode of rebels that i disliked more than this one was the r2d2 c3po episode from the first season oh joys and us. yeah that's the only one i i it just didn't really grit i the mysticism around and that was Zeb too, wasn't it? Um, I th- yeah, oh, yeah, it was about the weapons yes. and fights, callus. I just hate Zeb. Zeb. 
No, I just the mysticism of their people and all that was interesting. My problem with the episode well, and all of the tidbits between the crew, those were fun, but I wanted it wasn't elaborated on. And while I I like that it's 22 minutes and they try to tell a whole story in 22 minutes. This is one of the times where I think they should have had two episodes. Yeah, I do have to agree with you on that. I felt it was rushed. I didn't like the whole part where he takes his bowcaster and shoved it into the ship. I was like, why is this scene taking like 17 minutes to complete? <laughs> why is this still going? Why is all of this lightning everywhere? Why could did this really have to take three minutes? <laughs> just I didn't understand what everything that didn't matter to me took forever and everything that did matter to me about the episode, the interactions that I did care about. I, I didn't get nearly enough of this is the same problem I was talking about with Sabine last week. I just I wanted if it was going to be about Zeb and it was going to be about his people, which, by the way, do we think that he thought he was the last one at this point? I think he did at one point. He, I mean, you go from planet to planet doing your thing and you don't really see anyone who's of, I mean, obviously we, we keep seeing the same people. Ugnats, uh, <laughs> Greedos. <laughs> Greedos. They're all Greedos. Greedos, the race of people. And yeah, so that's, I mean, for, for us, you know, that's the only thing we can see. But I, to to Zev, you know, he never saw anyone who looked like him. He never saw any other Lasat. I, w- I almost wish that he would have saw them come out of that, what, what was it, a shipping container? Yeah, it was a container. And um, when they came out of the shipping container, they like did one of those like weird 90s sitcom things where they zoom in on his face. <laughs> And then, and then it goes into a flashback of him as part of the honor guard on Lasat, and that's how we learn about their culture, almost like the Canaan comic. That would be cool. And oh, then yeah. the next the next episode, they finish that, and then it zips back, and then we get all the stabbing of the ship and blah blah blah. And <laughs> like, but and then but it was more confusing because even at the end, even though the Force guided them to the new planet for the Lasats, they. It seemed like they already knew it was there. Well, they, I, I, it was it was just kind of confusing. I well, was I mean, like, they knew it was there. They just didn't know how to access it with that anomaly in the way. That's they where they the needed the bowcaster in. GPS with the they lightning. Did. <laughs> I just I I was very. I want when they drop little hints like, oh, I was part of the honor guard, and you know, I didn't defend my people. I thought that was really interesting, and I wish they would have just kept it to. Zeb and the other two, and that's it. I didn't need to see, oh, well, now Ezra needs to join into the Force Circle because, of course, he does. Mm. Well, I thought that was a great opportunity for us to see him being interested and being exposed to something that's not just the Force. I mean, that there are other cultures that are... But we're also going to get that later when he touches the Sith holocron. I know, but (laughs) he needs to see the good sides of the Force before (laughs) seeing the bad guys. (laughs) And I, you know, I, I, I kind of oh go on sorry no go ahead I'm I'm just complaining <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I sit in the middle because I've been wanting this episode because Zeb has kind of bored me before and the only thing that really like hit me hard was oh my god all of these people are dead and that horrible ginger with the bad chops did it and it's his fault and that guy keeps taunting him and oh it's so sad but I. This was the episode I was excited for because of the the lore and the story that I expected for for Zeb and that's the what you what you talked about Jeremy is an interesting option that they could have taken with the episode um but uh, and uh, I just feel like the the way they did the exposition was 
like there was none. And uh, I would have liked to see uh, Zeb, I mean, in uh, in his uniform and stuff like that. So it's I mean, like I was really excited for it and I liked what I got. But I do think that if it was a two parter, I think that everyone should have some kind of two parter. And I am also kind of irked because it was kind of like, and that's when Kanan found me. And it's like, and then what happened? What did Kanan do? How did he find you? Yeah, Where see, that's you? what I'm talking about. That's the thing yeah. about Star Wars. They don't drop everything. It's like the whole I know, but like, the like Force Awakens, people finding plot holes. I'm like, there are no plot holes. They haven't unveiled the whole thing. You have to Well, yeah, but movies. even like people on the Force Awakens are like, oh, well, how does the Millennium Falcon... That's not a plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but, but that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Like, it, they drop these I'm not hints. calling it a... They drop all these hints, and it's like, okay, but, like, again, to compare this show to The Clone Wars, when they did those long, like, four-episode arcs, they it didn't feel tedious to me. It felt like they were giving the story the amount of time it needed to breathe. I felt, but by the, like, second commercial break, I was like, there's only, like, five minutes left in this episode. They haven't really done anything. I, I just, I, 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 I don't know. I didn't, I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't feel it. Aww. Didn't feel the force. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like the fact that there are kernels of, or nuggets of, of bursts of, of fun every week. And that it doesn't, it's not an elaborated sort of a thing from week to week where, oh man, I had to have watched the last two episodes to understand this episode. The, the Clone Wars and Rebels were made for distinctly different audiences. Like if you, I mean, if you think about the, the way they were marketed, at least it was more, the Clone Wars was more for young teenagers and Rebels is for kids. Like it's, it has hard hitting, like big things that us adults notice, but like the surface of it is for kids. So it's supposed to be something bite-sized, something, something that they don't have to like span three episodes to follow and remember all these little details here and there. Like we remember the details, but to keep a kid's attention, it's going to be like, this is the whole story right here. There you go. When you're 10 and 12, you can imagine the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) I I get why they do it, but it's just like, I, like, that's the story I wanted to hear. Like, because I loved A New Dawn for that, where everyone, you know, everyone's calls it a Canaan novel. But to me, it's the novel of how Canaan and Hera met, because that's the end result for me. And I think I would, I would love to see those stories played out, especially with Zeb and Sabine, who are still kind of working, working their way into my heart. They're not, they're not at the core yet, but they're there. (laughs) I just I'm I'm start my problem with the show is starting to be I don't feel like they're going to get enough time to fully get to where the characters need to be. I feel mm. like especially if the rumor that we keep hearing that they're only going to do like 3 maybe 4 seasons of this show, like we're going to be left with all kinds of questions and I'm that's going to really frustrate me if that's what ends up happening. Especially since they have introduced so many characters from the Clone Wars and they're giving them time and it's taking away from the Rebels characters. And it feels like the only time they're really letting the show breathe organically is when the Clone Wars characters are interacting with the Rebels characters. That's not how season one was. And I'm not I'm not enjoying that. Well, I mean, I, I, I've barely seen Rex. I mean, I haven't gone Rex crazy in a while. <laughs> <And then laughs> Ahsoka's the same thing. We haven't seen her since she fought the Seventh Sister. So they're not really occupying too much time. I'll, we've seen we, we've seen more of the Ghost crew 
than we have of those two characters combined. So mm-hmm. I, I, I totally understand people's... I mean, I know people who, who want to see the show just because they want to see Rex and Ahsoka, and they're not even watching these episodes. They're just going to tune into the last <laughs> two episodes. I'm like, hey, whatever rocks your boat, whatever. But I don't think they're robbing of any time. I, I think that... Um... Also, there's like a little bit of a psychology behind it where we we already know these characters. We already know Ahsoka and Rex to a very fleshed out point. And now we're just kind of finding out what else happened to them and what that, how their stories continue or end. So I think the, the familiarity of a full character in our eyes interacting with these characters that are still developing for us makes it seem like the scenes are more, they give more content or they're more, not intense, but... They make you feel more because you care that this character that you're invested in is invested in this new character that you're kind of invested in. So it's I feel like that's how at least that's how I feel when I see the scenes, Um, because there there are other things like the little bits and sequences where the crew is just by themselves. Their bonding is always my favorite when I notice the most character development when it's, it's always between two or more characters, you know? Yeah. So I think that's just I think that's just the way the show is written is like interaction builds the character more than the character having like a central story on their own. Like with Hera, her 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 story has been in bits and pieces throughout the series. But to me now, especially now seeing what's going to happen with her father and waiting for that, I am massively invested in her character (laughs) outside of just favoritism. Like, oh, she's the older girl. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I really liked the uh, the Ezra and Zeb scene when they were talking to each other in their room because it was a very nice, heartfelt moment where they weren't, you know, at each other's throats. You know, Zeb was at a point. You can hear the Steve Bloom was genius at that in that yes. scene because yes, you can I hear will. his voice breaking when he said Carapaz. And I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna <laughs> let me just hug you, Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that like Steve Bloom, he may be my favorite voice actor on the show you can hear him everywhere <laughs> I, I, yeah and she's you say lucky he's, too <laughs> he's fantastic and he always brings great weight and emotion i i love everything he does with the characters just i i don't know from the moment those two came out of that shipping container i i was just like okay well the zeb episode let's do this and then they got on the ship and it just it just felt off I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It felt really off to me. As far as like developing the Rebels characters around while also interacting with the Clone Wars characters and seeing their journey, I hate to say this because you guys know how much I love Ahsoka and how much I love Rax and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I would almost rather sacrifice them being on the show to stay just with the ghost crew. That's so interesting because I hear a lot of people say the opposite. <laughs> they'd, rather, <laughs> they'd rather ask the ghost crew and just focus on Rex and Ahsoka. I love both, um, to be honest. Yeah, but, that, yeah that, totally that's the see, problem. I, yeah. I can totally see, uh, yeah, just, just the ghost crew. That'd be great if we didn't have any Clone Wars characters. But then everyone would be like, Where, where's Ahsoka at this point? Where's Rex at this point? So I feel like we're getting you know, the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. I just have to. We just yeah. have to watch the show live every week. So, <laughs> like, just the three of us. We'll just get together on like Google, and we'll all watch the show together at the same time. <laughs> you guys live be like, commentary. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I'll, I'll say, and I'll be like, you know what? You're right. There, there is something different about watching grapples with other people. Like, I mean, I've watched it with one other person, with like three other people, and then like a giant packed like hundreds of people and 
you, you should definitely watch it with people because I feel like it, it it affects you more. And I actually have a confession to make. I <clears throat> watched this. Uh, I watched the first half of, half of this episode the other day. And today I got back on the Disney XD app and watched the whole episode because of that, uh, because I was like distracted and no one was in it with me. <laughs> and, and so I watched it today and I was like in it and it was great. So it's, it's nothing else like the episode of the people making it. But it's just like I feel like Rebels is such a it's such a it's a, a relationship. Uh, I don't even know how to say this. It is a show that brings people together both on the show and outside of the show. Oh, that's that's like yeah. DVD box worthy right there. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. You guys can quote us and hashtag Kanan Hair. Kanan um, Hair. Hashtag Kanan Hair. <laughs> can we talk about the awesome music at the end? <gasps> yeah. Yes. That, that, was- that was, oh, it was amazing. That was what made the scene for me because otherwise, like my, my big critique was that I felt like that moved really fast and I would have liked, I know they only have so much room, but uh, that was, woof. <laughs> that was a, a great little piece of music to attach to the scene. It really kept me into the scene, even though I was a little confused. <laughs> I wish that I hope they release the Rebels like a soundtrack on like Spotify so, or by CD. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like they did with Clone Wars. That would be very great. Definitely. I, I yeah. I I guess <laughs> I guess you guys have swayed me a little bit because I did I did enjoy <laughs> yes. the I did enjoy the <laughs> mythology of the episode itself. I enjoyed all of that. But it would have been, I would have been indifferent if I had watched it in an episode of Rebels or if I read it in a short story in Star Wars Insider. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I, I, feel like the, I feel like the info could have been delivered in any way. I, I don't feel like it's info that had to be told on a visual medium, medium like Star Wars Rebels. I feel like it could have been told in a book. It could have been told in, in a million different ways. I didn't feel like it was information. It's like, no, the guys, we have to do this story on the show. We have to make this the center of an episode. I feel like Lyrasan may be important at least for Zeb and maybe a few other characters towards the end of the s- series, maybe if they're l- seeking like a uh, refuge or safety. Oh, that's where they all retire. That's where they retire. That's how I was thinking about it. It's like this is where they're going to live happily. You're just ever one, after. it's just all happy thoughts. No. <laughs> you know what? Here, crazy <laughs> fan theory time. It's been like 20 minutes. What if that's Star Killer base? <laughs> yes. Oh man, that's that's all my happy feels go to that planet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that was the only other thing that, that upset me was like he looked down, he's like, Lyra son, that's where our people came from. And I'm like, we're gonna go have a party with the Lissettes. And we did not. Well, there would have been like there would have been like, like twenty right. of them. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't know. We have enough for badminton now. That probably would have murdered their budget. <laughs> yeah, right. All those different. Oh, well, there's all these them. people here already, but they're all over there. You can't see them. <laughs> they're all over there. <laughs> oh my god! But the one thing I wish was different, though, was that Gron was a woman instead of a man. I wish uh, mm-hmm. we had seen a. Because we had Chava, but she was all nice and small and tiny and, you know, well, <laughs> well, well over her 70s or however, you know, however they age. But uh, I really would have liked to have seen uh, someone of Zeb's age, uh, but a woman. And that would have been cool, a different, con- you know, contrast to, uh, to Zeb. So I wish that would have been different. Yeah, I could I can see that, yeah. But but yeah, uh, it was it was a good episode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. 
<laughs> it's it's like the it's like my fourth least favorite note. <laughs> <laughs> that droids episode just as soon as C three three PO starts talking anytime, I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> and this week we get space whales. We do get space with whales. weird tails. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited for Space Whales. I'm excited for uh, for Kanan's snazzy Stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, yeah, with Just the lock cat. Yeah. Take the man bun out, please. <laughs> Every week I'm going to beg for it until I get it. I want them to take the man. I know these episodes are all done and they're all produced, <laughs> but I want them to go in there and I want them to change. Even if it's an after credits bonus scene where they're like, hey, Team Kanan, swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. That was for you. And then they cut to whatever that cartoon is that they show after Rebels. <laughs> I wish. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to see his hair flowing. I mean, we could at least get it in, like, Rebels Recon, right? I don't know. Like, yeah, I, Andy, I, hey. Hey. <laughs> let's go. My, let's do that. My dream, my dream is for the Caden comic to just end with a two-page spread focused on his hair. <laughs> It's like flashbacks to all of the points in his life, and it's just like different hair shots, like yearbook <laughs> photos. Up, somebody will come up behind Pepe Larraz and put a, a hand on his shoulder and just be like, you know what? Just go insane. Just do it. Just and do it. Boom. That's how, that's how it happened. <laughs> and that's my prediction for the Kanan comic. <laughs> I, I, I have to say that I am really excited. For, I am really excited for this week's episode. I love when they show Ezra connecting with the Force. That's yes. that was my favorite part. That even though the scene, I didn't think this scene had to be there in this week's episode. I always like seeing um, his further connection to the Force because I'm really curious to see how they are going to treat him going forward yeah. with the Sith stuff, Ooh. with just his general relationship with Kanan. That that to me is the heart of the show. Is me him and Kanan. I think that's yeah, a lot of people do not think that. So that's why I was like, oh, yay, someone else thinks like that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the from the first time we saw them. Uh, Thanks for doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. So from the first time I saw that, I'm like, these two love each other and I want to <laughs> be around them all the time. <laughs> They're such bros. They're such bros. <laughs> They're bros for life. And, oh, just thought of a great last scene for the show. Oh no! Yeah. Oh God, no! <laughs> no death. <laughs> oh, Hera doesn't die. It's That's them good. retired. Really? It's them retired, and they're sitting there, and they're commuting, and they're one with the Force and everything. On Lirasan. And yeah, and they stand up, and Kanan turns to him, and he says, "You've learned well, young Padawan," and blah blah blah. And then they both like have man buns, and they both take them out. <laughs> and- and they both start like lights, like trading with their lightsabers, like at the end of the Karate Kid, and it'd be amazing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, Dave Filoni listens to this, and he's like, "Damn it, they're taking all my ideas. I have to change it now. <laughs> I have to change everything." I love it. Let's just continue to predict Rebels and, and get it completely right. <laughs> and then there's wanted posters everywhere for Chopper the Murder Droid. <laughs> I am so looking forward to his episode. I don't know if you guys saw the title, the episode titles that came out today. Yeah, yeah I, was, I saw I was them. disappointed that it wasn't called Chopper the Murder Drop. <laughs> <laughs> they need to address, like, choppers. I told you, we have, I have, I watch Rebels with a group of three other people, and we just. We are all convinced that he is, like, on the lam, and he is, like, the most wanted droid in the galaxy, and he's murdered, like, thousands of people. 
<laughs> and he's just he's like oh he's he's amazing he's my he might be my favorite character on the show. i would just like i would like a, a, a gang uh to form with chopper and triple zero and bt and i think that's about it no, no, and Mr. Bones. Mr. Bones oh, leads Mr. the game. Oh, Mr. Bones, yes. He, he leads the game, right? And then they're just like the evil murder drug gang. And Chopper's like <laughs> I, I the would, nicest one. I will watch the hell out of that show. <laughs> the droid murder gang. <laughs> A Star Wars story. <laughs> And, it's, and then, and then the, the twist is it's a it's a detective drama. Oh snap! <laughs> Chopper in a little mini detective coat and hat with a pipe. <laughs> oh, first, with a little monocle over his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he has to solve somebody's murder. Two one B. Let's just go with like they they just solve droid murders and it's nothing but beeping for like a half hour. <laughs> this is uh, I, I would love this. Marvel <laughs> Marvel should do this comic. That, that could replace amazing. Kanan from the pages. I would, I would put my money into that. My credits are on the table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any crazy death theories today. No Hera dying no. theories? No. No, no, no crazy. Way. No. I, okay. Although I do, I do think that a minor character is probably going to bite it in the next couple episodes before we maybe lose somebody major at the end so you Ooh. oh no i don't think so maybe callus oh i don't no, think that's I a very crazy thing to say though <laughs> yeah that's true i i i want to theorize that cham syndula will die because i thought he <gasps> Ooh, that's a good one city. yeah <laughs> And he is going to finally die, and then <laughs> Numa and Hera are going to have to watch him die, and they're going to be stuck either that or Hera will be on the ship as it's going down because you know, like she's a pilot, and they don't abandon their ship, and they hug and embrace, and then you see the ship explode from the window of another ship, and Kanan's crying. Oh no! There goes. <laughs> yeah, I pulled one out. See, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I pulled that one out just out of nowhere. No! Oh, you ruined you you ruined me, Jeremy. Ruined I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit at a table all day and just write out all of my crazy, <laughs> crazy my crazy death rebels theories. death theories. <laughs> One of the most horrible ways these characters can die. I promise. I think happy thoughts about them too. <laughs> Ma- it just mainly concern. You know, it's mainly just the hair. It just what's your hair look like? Okay, die. <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrible. Okay, so I think that's a great note to end the show on. Death is always a splendid thing, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so it is the uh, ultimate ending. It, I mean, it, yeah, there's no going back from that. Well, I don't know. Well, don't no, know. that's I guess that's not true. This is Star Wars. <laughs> okay, okay. Wars if this wasn't Star, Star okay. One last thought about this episode. If there, if if this wasn't Star Wars, is there any chance that the two people who walked out of the shipping container would be two people that Zed personally knew out of everybody who was on that planet. No. <laughs> and, and that and that is for everyone who's just like, well, why was the Millennium Falcon just there? And yeah. Like, well, it's Star Wars. <laughs> like, where else would the Millennium Falcon be but right there? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Well, I have been uh, Katrina Dennis. That's me. You can find me anywhere on the internet at Oh Katrina. Jonah, where can we find you? You can find me as at Blue Jay Guys on Twitter and thewookiegunner.com. And Jeremy. And I am on Twitter at Jeremy Ohio. 
and I am at a desk writing Star Wars fan fiction about Rebels desks. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a jingle. This is my promise to you. Um, within the next month, I'm gonna make a jingle for the end of the show, and we'll call it Jeremy's Death Theories or something. Yes. Something catchier Something than catchy. that, but we'll figure it out. Like, st- like Jeremy's Star Wars Rebels death series. That's <laughs> yes, I love it. It's wonderful. I honestly think that the next few episodes... I've seen a lot of people complaining about the last few episodes. I don't think anybody's going to be complaining about the last four or five. I don't... I think it's going to be a whirlwind. We shall see. Okay. <laughs> and so until next time, we will see you again, and may the Force be with you always. Always.